This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Speaking of international football, Chris, often much maligned, certainly in, in kind of during international breaks where there is no major tournament looming. Yeah. But uh, not for every single nation. For some nations out there, even what others would consider very modest achievements are yeah. remarkable <laughs> milestones that bring them to tears. And that's what we saw a little earlier this week. Yeah, indeed. San Marino. Uh, a lot of you... And, uh, again probably don't exactly know where to pin the tail on the donkey for a map if I, I wouldn't said. know where would you, would you know yeah, where to place know, it it's, it's very close to Italy it's just at the bottom of Italy it's a small tiny little country and well there were emotional scenes over the weekend because they avoided defeat wait for it for a second competitive mm. match now that may think and we and I say we I'm not from a big footballing nation but your England's your Brazil's your Germany's if they win two in a row or go unbeaten for two in a row it's a meh. It's a shrug of the shoulders. Not so for San Marino. They are minnows. They've got their dentists, their accountants, their bankers in the starting eleven. They are, of course, a nation where the football league, this, the elite football league, is part time. A lot of players will stay in San Marino. They're almost a which... byword for minnows in football. Yeah, San uh, Marino are. They encapsulate everything the about kind of international football's yeah. kind of, as You've you got... say, postman and Andorra. You've got Gibraltar, who have recently entered. Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein, Faroe Islands. But San Marino, certainly myself growing up, and mm. for a certain generation, San Marino were the, the very epitome of the minnow. They lost, listen to this for a start, they lost 147 of their first 150 I'm going games. to get the trusty calculator out because they conceded 669 goals yes. in those 150 games. So I'm going to do a little little quick calculation and I'm going to tell you that is an average of shipping 4.46 goals yeah. a game, yeah. which actually surpri- I'm surprised it's not higher than that. Because every time I see a result from San Marino, it's a 9-0 or an 11-0. <laughs> it was. They've what I also slowly... love about the, the back-to-back consecutive unbeaten games is both of them were goalless draws. <laughs> That's exactly it. Goalless draws, UEFA Nation League matches against two teams we've already mentioned, in fairness, (laughs) Liechtenstein and Gibraltar. Two points on the table, two clean sheets. You've got to take the wins, Rob. And that is two consecutive matches in which (laughs) they've not lost. One fan on Twitter uh, posted, San Marino have just taken the ball to the corner (laughs) and held it up. Like they're trying to win the World Cup, you know. Uh, Players went down time-wasting, faking injuries, managers punching the air at the end, and players crying and high-fiving one another. They stay bottom of the group, and the game was a nil-nil against Gibraltar. Now, it was even more impressive, because in actual fact, San Marino had their skipper, David Semoncini, and I'm hoping I'm saying that right. He was sent off four minutes into the second half, so it was a backs against the wall there's a footballing cliche yeah. for you if ever there was they parked one. the bus they parked the bus it was a backs against the wall performance and with 10 men they thwarted Gibraltar they come the away the potent attack of Gibraltar <laughs> with another 0-0 draw I think it's a great story spare a thought now it got me thinking there and listen before I move on because I know you were wanting to, to level this one at me but San Marino now have the same amount of clean sheets as Man United since the start of October I'd say of their recent results <laughs> oh, I was going to let you off that so one actually I thought I'd take that but, but it is interesting and it just goes to show that kind of landmarks and, and targets and goals in sport are relative. all relative they're all relative yeah. And if you are a nation that has lost 147 out of 150 games and you get to the end of a second 90 minutes and it's goalless again, 
that is cause for well, breaking down into tears because it's doing something that you've never – it's progress. Here, well, can you imagine Give it another century and they might get a couple of wins. Well, uh, I can tell you, you've got to go all the way back to April 2004. So we're going now, what, 16 and a half years for the last time that San Marino won a game. And yep, you guessed it. It was against Liechtenstein. It was 1-0 in a friendly. <laughs> so spare his thought for Liechtenstein because they've drawn 0-0 and lost 1-0 in recent times. But it did get me thinking in terms of their San Marino being the whipping boys of certainly European international football. Okay. What is the record score in international football? Uh, care to hazard a guess? Oh, uh... 17-0. 17-0. Sono Rapani. Any advances on 17-0? The largest scoreline in international football history. 90-minute game. Robbie said 17-0. I'm going to go higher. You've went higher. I can tell you. It's like Bruce's price is right here. Sono is right to go higher. You would be right to do that. April 11th, 2001. I'm taking you down to 2002 FIFA World Cup qualifying. We're going down to Oceania. It is Australia 31, Western Samoa nil. <laughs> oh, no. 16, That's like a rugby score. Yeah, 16 nil at half time it was. It was 16 nil at half time. And Archie Thompson has written his name. Wonderful name, that Archie Thompson. Very Scottish. He's written his name into the record books because he helped himself to 13 of those 31 right. goals. I'm already thinking fantasy football here, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what? how many points would Archie Thompson have produced? I'm going to try and do mental arithmetic here, so stay, stay with me. Did he get booked? 13 I'll, I'll goals. 13 goals. He gets two points for his appearance. He gets the bonus points, three points. That's five points off the bat. He's a striker, I'm assuming. Yes, so he is. So he gets 40 points for those 10 of those goals and 12 for the other three. 52, Rob. 52 points well plus done. the five, 57 points. Um... Assuming he doesn't get booked, he's getting 57 points for that game. 57 points. You make him triple captain, and he is winning you 171 points. Impressed with that. What, Very, the maths yes. or the points hole? No, impressed with the maths. Ah, there. Come on, mental arithmetic, Rob. Robbie would have had his calculator out for that one. <laughs> Definitely yeah. getting yeah. the calculator out for that. That is incredible. Amazing, right? 31 nil. Um, so, speed of thought, any Western Samoans listening? Any Aussies listening? Well done, that record. And it does beg the question... And I know that the Nations League has kind of somewhat changed the playing field here, but a little. It begs the question as to what these sides are doing. Well, in the, international the, the football. The good news is that UEFA Nations League has done just that, so it's tiered now. So the teams are facing off against, and that's enabled San Marino to get these results. Exactly. It's it, it's it's almost a, a first stepping stone for Gibraltar, for Liechtenstein, for Malta, Andorra, San Marino. It's they're competing on a level footing. And if improvements are made within the infrastructure and the quality, then you come up the ladder. I think it makes more sense than seeing rolling out San Marino to be beaten ten nil by a Spain or a England or an Italy. You know, it makes sense to me. So listen, we're not gonna take anything away from them. San Marino deserve their moment in the sun and we'll give it to them. Well done to those boys. Yeah. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.